That's me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in the console. Keep the semi when I ride. Let off Henny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto. Jumping into the next shop, um, which is, we'll call it the social media shop. <laughs> Uh, let's yeah. go ahead and, and point out the elephant in everybody's room today. You know, since mm-hmm. technically we're connecting with you, sit through a medium of social media. Um, mm-hmm. Facebook. Yeah. Went out. And as a result of Facebook and the conglomerate and monopoly that it is, uh, so did Instagram, so did WhatsApp, uh, so did a bunch of other apps and services that are connected through Facebook. So if you log in through Facebook to kind of take the shortcut because, you know, your phone already got that information logged in you were probably subject to some type of outage to get to your favorite uh, social media site. So my question to kind of start, start off the, the the discussion was, and I definitely want to hear what Conscious Lee got to say about this, but for you, Damo, did the outages interrupt your day? Like, did they, and I want to hear from the chat too, of course, um, did these outages influence? Did it influence my day? Mm-hmm. Um, these outages were nothing more than an irritant. <laughs> uh yeah no it didn't it didn't influence my day at all like i tried to i was checking some shit on instagram just you know doing just checking my instagram you feel me i've been i've been back on my political plug shit so i was just you know i mean checking on the content uh and i couldn't and i was like huh that's crazy and so i got on the wi-fi just to see if it was the and it was like damn it ain't the wi-fi either yeah but like instagram be doing silly shit like that for me so i was just like all right it, it is what it is. Uh, then I get on um, TikTok and I see niggas is like, Facebook is down, Facebook is down. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went, I went about the rest of my fucking day. Right so you, you took the news, found out that morning, this morning rather, and just kind of kept it pushing. You say it was it. It was literally like one of them first thing in the morning irritances. Okay, like, like okay, this okay. This like technology isn't working the way it's supposed to. Definitely. First world problem. I'm irritated. Moving on. So you first world problem. You kind of just put it in that category and kept pushing. Yeah. Fair enough. Because because TikTok still work, and that's more entertaining anyway. So. Exactly. Same <laughs> so. feeling about Twitter. Like and, and like Ethereum video said, Twitter tweeted out hello literally to everyone. Because a bunch of people, old accounts, people ain't tweeted in years. It was like, what's popping? And on top of, I guess, people making new platforms. But I don't know how that would work, trying to jump on Twitter and make and follow them stuff. Because you only really get to follow celebrities when you first get on Twitter. So you don't get to follow people who really got good commentary and, and saying good stuff. Like, you're going to get a couple viral tweets, but you're not really getting the, the Twitter experience because you haven't curated them now. Uh, Link, what about you? I'm, I'm sure out of just the Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, etc. affected your day. So how in what ways did it did it alter your day? And I want to speak for you, so elaborate if it did at all. Ah, definitely did. I'm, as, a, as, as a content curator and somebody that conducts a lot of business on Facebook and Instagram, um, it definitely impacted my day. I wasn't able to check my DMs. I wasn't able to, you know what I'm saying? Shit. I wasn't able to check my DMs. I wasn't able to uh check my analytics. Um shit. Recently I've been able I feel like uh, Instagram been playing with me in terms of taking a lot of features away uh for like no no reason. Like I give me no specific reason, it's taking you know what I'm saying different features away. So I think so you that they was fucking with you anyway. 
Uh, I definitely like 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 initially initially I'm thinking like oh man somebody they didn't got me they they, they they about to delete my Instagram page now you see what I'm saying <laughs> shit like that but uh, yeah, once I got on Twitter got tired of this pro black shit exactly once I got on Twitter though I seen I seen that uh, I seen that everybody else was experiencing it as well but I was thinking about like shit if I if I still had the ability that I was supposed to have in terms of getting um, Instagram TV ads. I'm thinking about people that rely on like IGTV ads and thinking about shit for six hours. You didn't make, you didn't get nothing. You didn't do anything at all. So thinking about like how that impacted, you feel me, the overall day, overall month, you feel what I'm saying? So there's a lot of people that that, that literally have, you know, converted to being full-time content creators. Uh, I'm not one of those people yet, you feel me, but coming soon, you know what I'm saying? So shit, just thinking about how, those type of things is out of your hands. How you can be a content creator, you can put blood, sweat, and tears into building a platform and or creating some type of income, and how that income or how that platform, for whatever reasons, can be you feel me, shit, froze, stopped, taken away, and just thinking about you feel me, how you're gonna come up with other ways to have hobbies and or make it where you're still able to have some type of social media presence. Why still you feel me? She trying to, you know what I mean, pay bills. Definitely. Um, and we're gonna talk uh, about the like economic and business rifts that it caused because uh, a lot of people, not even just content creators, felt the sting and felt the burn for today uh, with social media going out. So we're gonna get to that in a second. I want to refer to these comments because Maximum Tato, Tata. Uh, said the outages didn't change my day, but it did make me realize how Facebook intermingles and, and Instagram are in uh, how intermingles Facebook and in, intermingled Facebook and Instagram are in business and modern businesses. Absolutely, 1000%. A huge expansion or component of expansion for those platforms was making them business owner friendly, right? We really started to see Facebook and Instagram deteriorate when your aunties and uncles and grandmas and grandpas and mamas and them got on there. And when everybody was able to open up a business place or a marketplace, and then you see, you look at one hoodie, that's what I'm dealing with now. You look at one hoodie and now you got to look at 90 more hoodies because that's all they want to show you every other, every other post. Cause you just decided that one little hoodie look cool, so you click some stuff. You block, you trapped up in the algorithm, right? Yeah. Um, somebody else. Let's see. Do 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 do. Uh, Coach K and Cody said, "I didn't notice anything until hours later. Zero influence on my life. I hope people protest the FBI anyway." With all the different disinformation, so we're gonna get there too because there's been a, a finger and accusation pointed at the FBI for being beyond all these shout, uh, uh, outages and stuff. Pinky Promise Life said, At first, I was like, Did I pay my Wi Fi? Then I saw I was down on TikTok, so I was like, Okay, and I just stayed on TikTok. For me, I and Ethereal Beauty said, Yeah, it was a huge nuisance to be quite honest, right? I'm not a content creator, even though I posted videos on this platform, but it does make you think about how dependent we are on disposable things. And I think that's that's big facts for me. I two things. I had two things run through my mind when this hit me this morning because I was like, I'm not really inconvenienced. Like it's probably good for me that these apps don't work, and so I'm gonna go ahead and take that as a win and try to lean yeah. into it. But one of the things I recognized was that uh, Twitter, right? Still, I was like, what would the world be if we didn't have Twitter? Because I, I, whenever things happen in the world, I go to Twitter. Like I, I follow, and I like I say, I curated my timeline in a way. And because it's so rapid in terms of how it updates, right? There's there's like two quiet hours on Twitter every day where I can say my timeline literally slows down because then I'm on the, the West Coast. So eventually East Coast wake up and then my timeline back jerking again pretty early in the morning, right? So 
um, with Twitter being moving and shaking, we were able to get some up-to-date information to see that everybody's Twitter was down. So I was able to confirm it wasn't me, it wasn't my internet, it wasn't this, it wasn't that, whatever. But that also led me to the thought, like, dog, what if like Twitter, which I guess is its own entity, but a very important entity, political entities use it, social people use it, entertainers use it, credible organizations kind of like that yeah. more than Facebook, than Instagram, they, or they, you know, that it's valued yeah. similarly. Yeah. But also what happens if Google goes down? Like what happens if they niggas I'm can't fucked. get in their Gmails or Google what's happening? If, if Google goes down, I can't use my motherfucking phone. Period. So, <laughs> you know shit. what I'm saying? Like I'm it fucked. makes me using my phone less desirable because a lot of things are powered through what Google is able to do. We log into our platforms, at least for me, with a Google.com email. So what you know what I'm saying? What happens? But I just was like, what ifs? Of all the what ifs of what happened started to go through my head because we're done if that stuff falls yeah. out. My next question. Yeah, it was yeah, it was it was very inconsequential. I mean, on that, like in terms of like the impact on life. When we get into the other shit, that's it's more so does have consequences, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, so and I guess we kind of answered this question, but I want y'all to elaborate. I guess maybe maybe not. So you I asked, or y'all already told me like y'all went to other platforms, George. You so did you spend more time on TikTok today? Did you spend more time to attend to your Twitter more? Like, did y'all go to other platforms or did you just kind of disconnect and say whatever with it until later on? You uh muted or something, Lee. We can't hear you. You, you muted it. Uh, yeah. Um, I spent a little bit more time on uh Twitter and uh TikTok, but I actually, <laughs> I actually uh, uh was trying to spend today as more of like being in DMs and emails. So, you know what I mean? That's what I was trying to figure out. So today I try to actually answer emails and do things like that. It's just that I was every once in a while trying to go back to Instagram, see if I can finally take my uh, IG DM. So, you know. <laughs> so it still had you hooked in, even though you went other places, you still ended up coming back there a couple of times. Definitely. Cause that's what, that's what most of the, that's what most like, I feel like companies and people that you feel me book me, you know what I'm saying? If they're not going to my website, George they're going through really IG. You feel me? Yeah. So IG really being down really is like, damn, but I spent more time. I spent more, I spent a lot more time on Twitter and a lot more time on, on, uh, on a uh, TikTok. I dig it. And then plug you, did you stay off all day or did you slot around? Uh, I was on TikTok like a motherfucker. I, I was on TikTok so much. My wife talking about uh, it's some TikTok song stuck in her head, and then I was thinking, I just started thinking about social, my social media habits all together. You feel me? You know, I'm a Scorpio. We think deeply about mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, you know I mean, because like what I fuck around and do is like end up on Facebook knowing this shit don't work. <laughs> like, <laughs> like why the fuck do my fingers just like I turn on my phone? And my thumb just it. go to the fucking Facebook. That's what I was, that's that's what I was saying too. Like I, I, talk I, about, I was like, man, that's not even work, George. It was man. yeah, like it, it just became a irritant. Like I was just irritated today because I'm like, I keep seeing the same fucking status, and I know why. Why are you on Facebook? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't got yeah. no reason to fucking be there. Yeah, it's I mean, wild. I've been trying. To, I've been doing. I've been doing more shit on TikTok. You know, TikTok is like more entertaining at this point. Like if we just keep it in the stack, <laughs> but. Yeah, I think so. To me, Twitter is more entertaining than all of them, and everything. Look, George like, would like he's verified on TikTok, so George would be like, "Yeah, it's the best." Yeah, I mean, so. But I've been saying, but, hey, I've been saying TikTok the best. You know what I'm saying the best app for like since two thousand. Well, you've been saying, yeah, yeah, you, I, I give you that. But I, I do think it TikTok is more entertaining anyway. So it was just like 
all right, let me just watch goofy shit on no. TikTok. And I'm the type of nigga That's where I put my I put my phone down and then forget that I didn't just put it down and one month one person TikTok could just play 10 times. Mother getting 10 views from me because I'm just putting the phone down and just moving on. Not realize like, yeah, it's TikTok. You gotta turn this shit off. But yeah, that's how I ended up. Well, I mean, we got some comments going on in the chat. Definitely some 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 solid things that allude to our dependence and need and craving for social media. I'm guilty of I think and the reason why I ended up back on Instagram a couple of times, I was cool with it and I was like, I'm gonna just go to Twitter and vibe, which you know that's still a dependency on an app. So I acknowledge that. But I ended up on Instagram a couple of times because typically they're not out this long. Instagram outages have happened before, right? Like the yeah, all the time. And so they, there's not, that wasn't new. For like an hour though, right? 30 minutes? You know what I'm saying? Like, or a piece of the morning, but the extent to which, or only some accounts will be down, but other accounts will be for something like that. But for for how it was, it was just, it was jarring and gripping to everybody. Now, something that Vance pointed out, and I want to use this to transition into some more more conversation to get deeper into this. Vance says, we've become more dependable on these platforms because it's an alleyway out of the trap that is traditional capitalism it's not just content creators but freelance independent entrepreneurs business owners in general and i say that to segue into the international and economic implications of what happened today i want to read y'all a tweet um or a third of tweets that i came across that really kind of situate this perfectly because i kind of thought about this in terms of just seeing like black immigrant families being like my african mother or like my nigerian mother or you know whoever from the continent a lot of them use whatsapp Right. To stay connected, to have conversations with their family, to, to, you know, whatever. And so my brain started thinking there. But I want to read this series of tweets that really kind of painted a picture for me. Let me find it. Uh, Okay, so this tweet from Jill, it starts off. Here's what the U.S. coverage of this Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram coverage is missing. In much of the world, WhatsApp is synonymous with texting and phone calls. Facebook has partnered with telecom companies to make WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger free with mobile mobile service plans. In other words, there are no data charges for using WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger. In much of the world, everyone uses WhatsApp, including businesses, to conduct everyday business. I don't think many people outside of the U.S. know this. So the effects of this outage today are much more serious for people around the world trying to run their businesses. In case it's not obvious, I think it's, it's shitty that Facebook was able to take such control of the texting and phone call market in this way. But here we are right so going back to you know conversations about antitrust laws and i've had to think about antitrust <laughs> i'm about to say man toya what before, because it is the college policy debate college topic, policy debate um, topic country, um for for policy debaters and so when we talk about antitrust we're talking about these big conglomerates and we most of the time we hear about them in terms of tech right um google facebook so on and so forth and how much you know of the share of these new innovations of these partnerships of these brands of these industries they are able to capitalize on but i want to be clear it happens all over the place it happens in industry it happens in agriculture it happens in the immigration uh, law immigration Mm -hmm. law in the entertainment industry in the prison industrial complex right there are all types of things to be said about monopolies but listen education right Elevation. Hopefully you got a boost. Um, With this tweet, though, this series of threads, we get to the, you know, because Damo said it earlier, first world problem, right? So you really stop thinking about it as just a first world problem where, oh, I didn't get to check my timeline today to the world stop for business owners, which is what George alluded to, right? Thinking about content creators who bread and butter is making sure they work all day long. 
right? So I guess my question to y'all is how, you know, should entrepreneurs be thinking or what are the negative implications? Just let's dig into like, just talk to me about this whole econ thing. Like, George, I, I know. I think it's, it's, it's one of them things where it's a double-edged sword. You feel me? Like, it gave entrepreneurs, I mean, and you know, influencers, artists, um, all type of different, you know, avenues, a, a a brand new lane. Like you, you don't have to rely on being recognized by some major corporation in order to develop an audience. You can do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like with it being like giving out that, like, listen, it's a whole new way you can do this. It kind of create it, it made a reliance on the platform mm-hmm. you feel me like the whole way that you the, the whole way that you connect to your audience like if you're a content creator like like for example if you're somebody who you know was able to blow your business up because of instagram mm-hmm. and rely on instagram as a large part of your like like customer like direct to customer sales that type of shit then you it's it, it, it like what what put you in that position to succeed then just bit you in the ass now Cause one thing that you can real that one thing that you realize now is there's an off switch. Mm-hmm. They can they can flick that. <laughs> but I think, I think that most I think that most content creators I feel like there's really thought strategically about kind of what it means to really have a, a, a virtual presence and trying to monetize that. You've already thought about what it means for a particular platform to kind of go out. I think that's the reason why I feel like you're encouraged in the very beginning to like get your website. You feel me? So it's like I know that when 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 Instagram and Facebook was down, GeorgeLeeSpeaks.com was still up. You feel what I'm saying? GeorgeLeeSpeaks.com was still, you know what I'm saying, getting traffic still, you feel me? You know what I mean? So I think that it's 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 all about being able to inevitably you're gonna come up on one pipe platform, but being able to think about how how to not put all those eggs. Diversify your shit. Yeah. Being able to diversify what it means to have a virtual presence and being able to figure out really how to have a hustle regardless. You see what I'm yeah. saying? But this, but, the, but this is the problem that you run into, though, is that it that that in, incentive to understand why you need like an independent platform in order for whether it's your business or your personality or wherever your your influence base is, why you need that independent space is like that that has to be thinking worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And when you eating like that off of a particular off of a platform like Facebook or off of a platform like Instagram, you, I mean, you 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 not you don't end up thinking that as much, right? The invest the investment isn't isn't there as much. You know what I mean? Now, I I mean, the, like again, when you when you when you got that hustle mentality, you definitely thinking about having your you know what I'm saying having your hand in different in different baskets. But the issue the issue solely is that our in a lot of the in a lot of ways, these all these bastards is connected to these one to this one platform. Because like as much as like oh, yeah, still connected. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, we know that we know that. I mean, I know that GeorgeLeeSpeaks.com is in a link in all my bios. You feel me? But I also know recognize too that you feel me. Like all the apps, like like Fanbase still was up, TikTok still was up, Twitter still was up, YouTube still was up. You feel me? Right, but but it, but when we talking about business, for example. As much as as much as we looking at like okay, Facebook is problematic. The question has to become like, what if it happened to something like Google, where people's yeah, Google entire went there, I, my website would be affected. 
Google it's when exactly. they're my, the website will be impacted. <laughs> Your entire business <laughs> is all in Google. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So like we sitting back like damn Facebook, but the implications are much larger now because now yes. we see the vulnerability. Now we see like ah shit. You know what I mean? Why like back when people was talking about saying shit like uh having internet is a uh, is a, is a like has to be a public good now. Absolutely. Because of what's because what's required. Like what you so much shit what you got to do on the internet to even access it. It's not the same. You know what I'm saying? So if, if anything, it it expo- the, the vulnerability that it exposed kind of put everybody on fucking notice to where it's like, damn, like it, 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 where like how far in terms of like the, the diversify diversifying my shit, like how how far do I gotta go to make sure that I'm straight? Absolutely. You know I mean, Especially when niggas talk about fuck brick and mortar and now nah, we taking it all online. We going I mean, all honestly, online. People have, you know, the way that they look at budgets, right? I don't need a printing budget, a flyer budget of this, but you know, for my, my event, I've completely wiped that out of my calculus for what I need to get the word out because I just make a post and it goes everywhere from people here to people around the world, right? In a, in a moment. And so the timetable you give yourself, the budget you give yourself to do certain things connected to your business, a lot of those things shift and change. And so, you know, for a lot of people, and I, I want to slide this in there before we move to the next part. Um, you know, a lot of people who talk about business owner ownership, entrepreneurship, business development, um, put emphasis on certain things that we have, we, you know, because we are a social media generation, give more credibility to that are still the standard in terms of doing and being functional in certain spaces and places when it comes to doing business. So, you know, people out there moving and shaking with your Instagram accounts and with your Twitters and with your TikToks, just remember that the deeper you get into that industry, some parts of your credibility are going to be tied to like simple shit. Like, do you have a, 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 a website? Right. Or do you have a presence on LinkedIn? Right. Those no matter what you do. Right. That is a huge space for people to get into certain industries. So even if you were a musician, do you have a LinkedIn? You know what I'm saying? Depending on the Never. gig, you want to know those and make those types of connections with you. So don't undermine, you know, or think about or underthink or undersell some of these other platforms. I want to get, though, as we transition to the next part of this conversation, to the elephant in the room or one of the things we haven't really talked about yet. Right. Which is what the hell happened? There's mm. been no clear mm. announcement. There's been no mm. clear, hey, y'all, you want to hear a funny story? There's been no clear articulation of what happened to a billion dollar, multi-billion dollar. Multi-billion dollar. Probably flirting with the Because he lost seven billion dollars. He lost seven billion. So you know he got billions. Because <laughs> that was just the six hours and a 24-hour day that seven billion dollars disappeared. So... We don't know. We have no answers. But if y'all saw the timelines, like I saw the timelines, a whole lot of skepticism about what's going on. We didn't see the FBI in the chat. We didn't heard about a lot of improprieties going on at Facebook. There's word of a whistleblower. So I want the plug to kind of lead some of this conversation and get us insight into the most popular conspiracy theory about what happened, which is this whistleblower who was on 60 Minutes the other night blowing up the spot on Facebook and really potentially her blew up the whole joint. About to change the tide on everything. So plug, go ahead. Um, and take it. All right. So we're just gonna put it all out there. No bullshit. No games played. The accusation is that Facebook had to shut the fuck down after a whistleblower ex-employee who was scanning documents on the side like a motherfucker showed up and was like, "Facebook cricket than a bitch," and I got all the proof to show it. You know what I'm saying? It was, six, it was a sixty minutes interview. 
uh, from a woman by the name of Frances Hagen, H-A-U-G-E-N. Do we have any clips? Uh, um, I'll, they, uh, CBS don't be playing with their YouTube shit, so we're not about to, we're not going to show no clips, but we do have exact quotes. You feel me? We're just going based off her words alone. Now, since this has come out, she will be going before Congress. You know what I'm saying? You know, Congress don't fuck with Facebook at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they got a lot of questions for her, especially especially based on the shit that she gonna say. Because it's really fucked up on, on, like in a way that's where it's like, it's not illegal, but when you think about the impact that Facebook is having on society, um, it's, it's it, it raises a lot of eyebrows. You know what I mean? Because now we know that years back, there was a study that came out that showed that since social media had become uh, like heavily involved with real social life, it's been a it's been an increase in suicides. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Trigger like, warning! Trigger warning! Suicide! Trigger warning! Trigger warning! Yeah, we use that word. I'm just, I'm just gonna I'm gonna just point that out. We ain't gonna go deep into it. But I'm just point that out that that that, that there's, there's there has been a connection that was identified and publicly discussed, right? So we knew that that was there. What Francis is saying is that Facebook knew this, knew the impact, but they only focused on their bottom line. They only focused on E. Now, what she say specifically, these are her words. At some point in 2021, I realized, okay, I'm going to have to do this in a systemic way, and I have to get out enough that no one can question that this is real. She secretly copied tens of thousands of Facebook internal research. She says evidence shows that the company is lying to the public about making significant progress against hate, violence, and misinformation. One study she found from this year says, we estimate that we may action as little 3 to 5% uh, of hate and about 6 tenths uh, of a percent of VNI, that's violence and incitement, mm-hmm. on Facebook despite being the best in the world at it, right? I got one more quote, right, before, before one I One more quote. I definitely got a lot to say, boy. I got a lot to take. Yeah, out. I don't, now, now, this is, this is going to be one more quote before we really get into, you know what I'm saying, the, the meat and potatoes. She said, we, we live in an information environment that is full of angry, hateful, polarizing content. It erodes our civic trust. It erodes our faith in each other. It erodes our ability to want to care for each other. The version of Facebook that exists today is tearing our societies apart and causing ethnic violence around the world. Ethnic violence, including the Myanmar in 2018, when military used Facebook to launch a genocide. Can't forget about that. Yeah. I so given given what she's saying in, in terms of why she felt like she had to speak out on some whistleblower shit in the first place, right? What are y'all initial thoughts of you know what I'm saying? Like like how we got to this point. Uh initial thoughts about how we got to this point. Um, I think. Yeah, the the I, I saw a tweet today that alluded to the idea that as soon as Facebook started to really expand its business model to start buying up and usurping a lot of these other businesses, we should have been alarmed and concerned because that really kind of sets up this overconnectivity. Dare I say, say right? Like we're already connected. One of the things I think of in the back of my mind is how many different inboxes somebody can hit me, the same person can hit me up on. 
right? That's just like you, like you can literally talk to me in nine different inboxes and I get get the same message, including text half the time. But that's because organizations and companies like textbook or I'm textbook, Facebook have created a world where they just, they're everywhere. They're everything. You know what I'm saying? And so that oversaturation, I think, created just a, a tangle, overly tangled web where we, everything is everywhere and the influx of everything and everybody now being on everything. You get a little bit of all types of people on these mm-hmm. platforms. And so, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a powder keg. It's a perfect, perfect recipe for just too much. Just too much. Joke. Lee? Man, I think that me seeing that that uh, documentary on Netflix a, uh, a while ago, I think that there was already a lot of... What documentary are you talking about? You got to tell the people about the documentary you talking about. A documentary. I think it's Social Experiment. I think it's what it's called. The Social Experiment. The, social, like the that. social Dilemma. The social, social Dilemma. dilemma. The Social Dilemma. I think yeah. that when I, I seen a documentary, Social Dilemma, and they had so much credibility with having former, former employees and execs, you feel me, from... Google and Facebook and Instagram talk about the psychological impact that the a lot of these companies have, you feel me, on a lot of the human consumers. I felt like there was already a lot of lack of transparency and already a lot of things that a lot of the social media and people already knew about how how their platforms, how their business models already have bad impacts on, you feel me, uh, humans, whether we're talking about the increase of suicide whether we're talking about the increase of you feel me body dysmorphia whether we're talking about the increase of depression whether we're talking about uh the increase of misinformation being spread you feel me i think that we already knew they already knew you feel what i'm saying so i think that when we start to pretty much see that we can't even agree about you know about like the coronavirus being real or fake or about you feel me the election being real or fake to me, yeah. I think Facebook and Instagram and TikTok really was able to kind of uh, shit contribute. You feel me to a lot of this 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 era of misinformation and era of alternative facts that we live in. You feel me? So that's kind of how I seen it. But I also too see it today of me keeping on me. I constantly keep on hearing this statistic of three to five percent, three to five percent, three to five percent. So now I'm thinking about what well, shit. Because I've been to Facebook jail, you feel me, more times than I feel like I should have been, goddamn. I didn't have more things happen to my Instagram more times than it should have. I'm thinking of what percentage of black black people, trans people, disabled people, you feel me? Make up that people. What 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 percentage are we of those people that's of that three three to five percent that's being I'm saying categorized as hate speech? Because in my statistics, shit, we're gonna see specifically probably black people that talk about black lives matter or black people that's kind of talking about anti-racism. We're gonna yeah. probably see that we make up a big uh, uh, uh over in that 35 percent of people that are seen as being a part of the hate speech. You feel me? And that's the part I, I felt like people weren't talking about. And too, thinking about how like right now I'm streaming from TikTok as well, and I'm seeing that as soon as I start talking about this, the numbers drop from. 200 down there to 60 people you feel me so i'm yeah. really recognizing there's certain words even on all social media platforms that make it where you that start trigger it yeah. exactly exactly you feel what i'm saying oh but let's but let's get into it though because not all of these triggers operate the same right now i mean i think it's something that anybody that's kind of studied social media any social media marketing you know what i'm saying trying to figure out how shit work it's something that that we've already all like known but let's go ahead and make it fact right now all right, 
So from her, this, this is from Francis herself, ex-employee, whistleblower, Facebook, 60 Minutes interview, she says, so you know you have your phone. You might see only 100 pieces of content if you sit and scroll mm -hmm. for, you know, five minutes. But Facebook has thousands of options it could show you, right? We know that part. Facebook attempts to curate your experience on Facebook, you know what I'm saying, on, on while you're on the app. So the things that you've interacted with before play a large role in what you see. So check this out. The algorithm picks from those options based on the kind of content you've engaged with the most in the past. And one of the consequences of how Facebook is picking out that content today is it is optimizing for content that gets engagement or reaction. But its own research is showing that content that is hateful, that is divisive, that is polarizing, is easier to inspire people to anger than it is to other emotions. Mm -hmm. Says misinformation, angry content is enticing to people and keeps them on the platform. Yes, Facebook has realized that if you change the algorithm to be safer for people, uh, to be safer, people will spend less time on the site. They'll click on less ads. They'll make less money. It's not a game. That's why it's no, it's, it's, it's no capitalism, joke. capitalism, 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 boy. So, so like, like, so from this perspective, and I want to get y'all thoughts on this. But when I'm hit, when I'm reading this, Trump made Mark Zuckerberg billions. Black Lives Matter made Mark Zuckerberg billions. All of these things that are socially polarizing, all of these, all of these things that are making people like want to say something. Like I'm, I'm angry, and I, I, I want to say how I feel about this. They just hopping on their Facebook, and they get the, the content that is being deemed acceptable for the algorithm is all shit that's going to piss you off. It's purposely made to anger you and they know it. And, and listen, this ain't conspiracy shit, theory shit no more. Cause everybody said it. It's always been like, yeah. Like when I get on, when I get on social media, like I get irritated. Like I get, I get mad. Cause I like, you know what I'm saying? It's, I'm, 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 I, I, I end up spending 12 comments on, on this, this uh this com uh this 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 uh post that pisses me off but the shit that I'm cool with the shit that makes me smile I scroll right past that shit you feel me that's all something that like we negativity. felt and that it's, it's all something that we felt and that we and then and that we know but now Facebook like the people at Facebook telling you like yeah and we not eating if y'all not pissed off on this app outrage we need outrage I mean that's really oh. You know, and uh, Dominique, you and Ryan know um, my good friend Pete that's down in Texas that live in Austin right now um, worked, used to work for Facebook, right? So when we think about the lucrativity, the lucrativity, the lucrativity of this particular industry, one of the things that I saw a tweet that made me think about her um, was how much money is generated for them to create a lemonade stand or a fake veneer of caring and stopping a lot of this traffic when really a lot of that work is bullshit or puts the people who have been given the job to filter that content in a real messed up position. What do I mean by that? Uh, P was one of the people who worked for a private agency that was licensed out or, or, or hired out to like filter through the co Facebook's content. Her job was to catch and filter out the bullshit. And one of the things we talked about a lot was the 
contradictory or just like really stupid rules about what can stay versus what could go. And she was like, a lot of the shit that they allow to stay on here, I really don't understand or don't see how it's getting passed. A lot of shit they having me take out or take out be really, you know, mild Trivia. stuff. You know, a, a nipple of a woman talking about breast cancer or, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow stuff. And she eventually had to quit because they don't even make the investments necessary for the people they hire to filter through all that terrible content that still makes its way to our platform. The psychological and emotional violence they deal with and go through, not, not even accounted for. So a lot of the capitalism a lot of the money that they could be spending having better filters, creating safer platforms, paying people better for, you know, mental health and emotional health for having to sit there and sit through that bullshit. A lot of that is gone. And that's what she's alluding to. A lot of the money that was supposed to be going into a lot of their infrastructure and for capacity that was supposed to be going into stopping these apps. When they get called in the court, I don't know about y'all, but it seems like every six months I'm looking at a new article where Mark Zuckerberg is before this committee or this committee or having this conversation. And none of those times she's saying, were there ever meaningful attempts to ever stop the violence, the very intricate layered types of problematic positions, right? So, I I so and the last thing I'll say is this, as black people, how harmful and triggering was it for us to see every time somebody, you know what I'm saying, something happens to them by the police, this videos of it splattered and, you know, everywhere, slapping yeah. everywhere. That tra yeah. trauma black, death. black death has made Mark Zuckerberg billions of dollars. Come on. No, without without a doubt. Now I, I do want to point out that after the uh what happened in, in the 2016 2016 campaign where there was a considerable amount of misinformation, a considerable amount of uh, a considerable amount of social manipulation that was done via Facebook uniquely, they created this um uh, I'm trying I'm Trying to pull the pull the name up of what it was it, they had uh, uh, the civic integrity they they had a civic civic integrity office um, and so what they did was after the 2020 election they dissolved the 20 the, the civic integrity office because they was like okay boom the election happened no no riots nobody got shot up you feel boy we good but then the January 6th shit happened. Mm -hmm. After they dissolve the civic integrity shit, you feel me? So it's it's not it, it's not just that there 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 have been efforts, but they've been so shallow, they've been so misguided, they've been so empty that their effectiveness have been has been like uh, completely undermined. For sure, that's that's the point where they are at like right now. What was you gonna say, George? Well, so. Uh... I mean, ultimately, a lot of what we're getting at and a lot of what we're pulling on is, I think, what Vance is alluding to. We asked the question, when's the last time you actually read the community guidelines? A lot of them trick us into signing away their liability and accountability for simply joining the platform. And so as they get deeper into, you know, their issues, because we don't know, right? A lot of people said Facebook got they, they, they chain yanked. They out of, they, they gone. Like, potentially, they could be gone forever. Like, this is today, but th this whistleblowing situation could be the opening to a portal that we're not ready for as a society. Download fan base today, goddamn it. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I think, and and even you know, let's get the fan base promotion out there. Let's get let's get our con contractual obligations out there. Uh, but if we just if we being real, I think at this point it's it's, it's already too late. Uh, I think because social media is now so much a part of re like regular media, right? Like that. Everyday the, lives. The, the, hooks, is, Everyday the lives. hooks is the hooks is already set, right? Like the I mean, and and with when you have free market capitalism actually kind of incentivizing 
right, we if we know if we keep people on the platform, we make more money. We keep and people stay on the platform more when they on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Let's keep them on the platform for bullshit. There's nothing illegal about that. Even though we see like the social impact like that it has on the mental health, especially of kids. By the time we got on social media, like shit like Facebook, we were in how we were graduating. Like we was getting ready to be done with like we was going up to college and all that other shit. Motherfuckers been on Facebook since they 10, 11 years old. Right. They they, they whole understand. They can go right. see their whole, they can see all their childhood birthdays on Facebook. Right. They whole Every person that died from the time they was five to the time they yeah. Listen, they whole understanding of, of social capital is caught up in likes and views. At, at its foundation, there's there's a real metric. Like for us, popularity was always like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was it was different everywhere you go. Like, so you could be popular for different reasons. Mm-hmm. In this era, because of what social media has ushered into into the uh into the you know what I'm saying public psyche, there is a real number tied to the value that you have on the platform. Absolutely. Likes, views, subscriptions. Shit, we bad for them. You feel me? Like whether or not we're considered a legitimate uh, platform is depending on how many of you motherfuckers just tuned in. How many? How many of y'all actually comment? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and really, we not like, like even us. We not shock jocks. We get up here and just like really speak like the shit that as we intellectualize it. Like you know what I'm saying? As as thinkers, we kind of bring the shit in and give it. We we can't do the shit that would really blow a platform up based on oh my god they on the shade room because they said some crazy shit. Yeah, you know I mean, like the Kevin Samuels of, yeah, you know I mean, the Charleston Whites, like the wild motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Because those are the people that get the clicks and the fucking likes. That's the, like that's a that's a cultural, that's a social thing. You know yeah, what I, mean? I mean, I mean, I think, I think, I think, I think you, I think that when we think about what the whistleblower specifically said about controversy and a lot of our criticisms about social media, the reason why a lot of content creators kind of go to the top, including myself. It's because we figured out different ways to be able to talk about controversy and or be controversial. You feel me in ways that drive engagement as well as you feel me drive following. You feel me? And I think that that's just a part of, you know what I'm saying, how social media is. But I think that kind of TV was already going towards their point. And then to me, social media just became everything on TV that was sensationalized and it got focused on steroids. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's a yeah. So yeah. no, go ahead. No, I mean, cause you know, y'all know how I feel about this type of shit. Like I could, cause to me, it's 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 one of them things where it's gonna be interesting to see what Mark Zuckerberg has to say to to uh, to Congress because there is there's no metric or, or there's no way to hold him accountable because of the the society that we live in. Ain't no way to hold him accountable like legally. For like fucking up society, yeah, right. Like they said, there's no way to be like motherfucker. Like you've introduced a whole new metric in the way that people understand their own self worth, and we got to do something to you. Can't. I mean, you have what 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 he does and what the influence he's been able to have through these apps is difficult to pin down, right? And I think that's why he hasn't had to be accountable before this point because it's hard to quantify, right? They have a lot of parallel like causation. What is it? Correlation is not causation. So right. while a case can be made that these sites 
are what make are but making children act this way or behave this way and there are you can't blame them there's that, not yeah. a direct causal relationship or at least it's hard mm. to pin one down that because you scroll through something that made you go do something to yourself or made you go do something to somebody else or made you like that will hold you legally liable exactly right so i mean mm. i think this is a tangled web being woven um because it's, it's hard to peg down like what and then how responsible given that there's multiple causes like what percentage of it then becomes mark zuckerberg's and facebook's versus the angst of a teenager versus the hard time you have growing up in american society in middle school versus accessibility that parents versus, allow for versus these, good old-fashioned conservatism and you was gonna be racist yeah. in the first place and based on this and based on like there's a lot of different things to account for when you try to take these statistics and use them to explain something so it's gonna be hard to say mark that was all you yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, and I, I don't, and I don't think you can. But I mean, I say this. Um, I, I really think you feel me. Like as, as, like in order, the only way that we check this, the only way that this works, is if you look at platforms like the Chop Up and be like, we got to support some positive shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cause this, this is the, this is the arena. You know what I mean, and so somebody's getting access, and so, and so at, at, at a certain point, it got to be like. I'm, I'm gonna treat positive comments the way that I treat negative comments because I, I know I'm um, susceptible to you know a bunch of motherfuckers showing me love on a video. The one motherfucker that's like, "You stupid! Why are you talking?" I'm gonna make a video about show. Right, right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all the people that show love, I'll make no videos about them. But this motherfucker, like, is 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 I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like this is who I feel like I gotta respond to. Yeah. So it's like shit. Like we gotta bring like a, it's like if if to hold them accountable, to hold them responsible, we gotta demand something different. Because if this is all we gonna ask for and say this is all we gonna respond to, yeah. eh, ain't too much you can do. Well, this won't be the last time we end up hearing about these uh, platforms kind of doing something different and new, doing something new. Um, their ability to exist as they are in this form could change in a lot of interesting ways. So stay tuned for what that's going to look like. But uh, that's me on the social media shop. Definitely excited for us to continue developing these conversations and push forward with it. Um, a couple of things coming up this month I want to tell you all about before I turn it over to everybody else and we get up out of here. Uh, one is we are still going to have a debate between myself and Vance coming up here in a couple of weeks. We're going to Vance, I got to holler at you. I got to holler. That's on me. Yeah. Facebook was IG was all, but I got you. But we started to really kind of figure out what a, a decent structure format, a de decent proposition for it is and everything. So that debate about vaccines, about black whether black people should take vaccines is going to be coming up in a couple of weeks. But we'll share the info with Vance and get back with y'all on the specifics when we lay that out. We are also going to have another black people don't right and talk about international travel. We got a homegirl, Amber, who's going to come on and talk about, you know, the idea of the concept of, you know, the cosmetology the, 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 I don't even think that's the, the right word, the cosmopolitan black person, but the traveler, right? The person who gets out there, who goes around the world, who uh, goes to other countries, who gets into familiar with that particular part of existing, right? We always heard that it was the white kid with all the money, you know, the ability to go backpack around Asia or Europe or some shit like that. But we're going to talk about black people who take it upon themselves to go see more of the world. And then we also are going to have a big chop with some guests um, who were with Consciously for Conscious Conversations uh, last week, I think, but they're going to come over here and hang out, uh, talk about black masculinity and then some. So we're not going to give too much information away. Just make sure y'all stay in tune. Shout out to Blairisms, man. Make sure y'all stay in tuned in the month of October because um, we got some great uh, discussions, great conversations coming through. Uh, that's me, Toya G. You got to be with y'all. Y'all go ahead. Drop your closing statements. We can get up out of here. Hey, 
our website is coming very, very soon. Y'all be on the lookout for that website. And listen, when the website drops, all we ask is for you to go on and put your support for the Chop Up Nation and get your Chop Up and Chill shirts. You know what I'm saying? As well as just checking out the website. You feel what I mean? So be on the lookout for that. Tell a friend, tell a friend. You feel me? As a matter of fact, when we drop the website, go on and send it to all the people in your contacts. You know what I'm saying? It's a text message. Chop Up Show. You feel me? It's going down. Yeah, and look, uh, y'all, this Wednesday, Conscious Conversations, you feel me? Uh, who you, who you having on Wednesday, George? Uh, right now, I think it's going to be some uh, uh, talk, talking about cryptocurrency as well as Palestine. Um, be on the lookout for that. You know, I'm still I'm still finalizing the details on what this Wednesday is going to be, but that's hopefully what it's going to be about cryptocurrency. I got I got I got uh, this black woman that's an expert in crypto, as well as one of the homies, Arab McLovin, uh, Palestinian uh, homie, come in and kind of school us about some Palestinian history, as well as getting into the black and Palestinian solidarity movement history. You feel me? Uh, hopefully that's what we get into this sun, uh, uh, this Wednesday. Be on the lookout for that. 9.30 p.m. Central on my YouTube channel. Hey, outside of that, y'all subscribe to the Chop Up Show on Facebook. If you ain't subscribed on YouTube, y'all make sure y'all do that. If you on here from the Consciously, go over to the Chop Up Show on YouTube and subscribe. If you on here from the Chop Up Show, go to the Consciously and subscribe. Go to them Facebooks, the Chop Up Show and the Consciously, and make sure y'all follow us there as well, as well as the Instagram, which is the Chop Up Show, and the Twitter. Chop Up Show Pod. Chop Up Show Pod. I, I had it. I had it. I had I it. Re- chop I was up ready. Show Pod. I was ready. But you know what I'm saying? But we are there. So we had to get it in real quick like that for y'all. Y'all know how it go. Y'all going to see us some more times this week before we head out. Y'all know how we do. Comments real quick. Better future. Before we know how we do and slide up out of here. Better future. You said, where do I support? Stay tuned every Monday night. Come back here. We'll talk more about supporting. You can drop badges. I think you can make donations through um, YouTube if that's what you were referring to in terms of supporting. We really don't necessarily ask for them, but we're definitely open to taking them. We're trying to do the website. We're trying to do the merch. We're trying to do a lot of different things to wrap up 2021 and head into 2022. So we own the job. And then Elsa Ryan, I just wanted to say thank you so much. We see you popping in every now and again. It's been a minute, but definitely happy that you popped back in and slid on us just to say what's up, just to try to chime into this conversation. Jump in these comments. It's always great to hear from y'all just saying what's up just saying hey that's one of my favorite parts of this whole thing best definitely uh glad toya was able to get that in before we left out of here uh but yeah man we out we're gonna close it out the same way that we bring it in let's get it. me my guys we really lie lord forgive me pay my ties please don't have me reach inside and that's in the console keep the semi when i ride